1: Welcome, welcome everyone. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Uh, It's Friday. (laughs) Who doesn't love a Friday and the sun's out and it's warming up here in wintry, snowy Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and wherever you are in the world? I hope that you've had a magical day or a magical evening. So, Wow, welcome to the show for first time listeners. I am Lisa Bennett and I'm the Space Whisperer. And so, what is that? Well, it is uh, the, I guess I would call it the ability, the gift, the capacity to listen to the energy of spaces and not just spaces that I'm personally in or walk in, but spaces from around the world uh, that have chatted to me, talked to me. Communicated with me in various, uh, various ways. And, uh, this has turned into sort of a lifelong, um, practice where I have played with spaces, been aware of spaces as a little girl, uh, the entities within spaces and, and then it sort of shut down and I did the, the practical schooling of studying various things where I was, uh, studying interiors. I, I even followed, um, and became a feng shui master at one point and used my, my, uh, capacities with, uh, the rules of feng shui. There's, there's rules in that practice. And at some point, I would say probably about seven, eight years ago, I acknowledged that I had a gift that was beyond rules, it was beyond uh, a specific label or modality. and. The space whisperer was born and, well, it's always been around and so I love to talk with and, uh, with people about their spaces, what's going on with their lives, and spaces don't lie. So, uh, this has turned into a global um business where I actually facilitate classes around the world and this particular class is called Creating Conscious Spaces. And it's really empowering people to work and play and shift things within their spaces that will create whatever it is they desire in their lives. And I know that you're probably going, what? It's beyond an interior design. It's beyond a... Um, a specific uh, system. It's just every individual is completely different and that's the gift and that's the fun of it. So welcome to those of you that have tuned in. Today, this show is all about walking into a space that actually has the energy of being a battleground. And for those of you that have tuned in, you've either you either are living in a battleground or you are working in a battleground and or you have drawn in various spaces into your life that have the energy of being in a battleground. So what is that? What is that energy of being in a battleground? So how many of you out there when you were little kids used to go to your room uh, and play quietly, close the door as you heard parents arguing, uh, whether it was, uh, an all out row, whether it was an abusive situation, uh, and you turned on your music, you, you went into your own little world and had this way of shutting out everything that was going on around you. And, kids are magical that way they tend to sort of just go into their own little world their own little universes and actually just shut down that what I what can be considered their version of white noise so all that yelling and all that craziness that's going on outside the confines of their bedrooms and so that's that's a memory that a lot of of my clients over the years uh were aware of as kids and then somehow they recreated that energy going forward whether it was into uh working with certain bosses that were very volatile um and companies that that were um basically not fun to work in and yet it was a good job. It, it was a it was a good, uh, I guess you'd call it a good title and they were building themselves up in the corporate ladder and so they chose to just stick it out. So how many of you are just choosing to stick it out? Just hang in there. Um, committed to the job, committed to the relationship, uh, committed to the friendships uh Committed to the family that just because someone or the society expects you to stay committed, wow, okay, <laughs> Ooh, okay, so wow, that sounds like fun, so would you be willing to just look at that uh without? Judging yourself and just going, wow, yeah, I grew up in a really volat- volatile environment as a young kid, and how many times have I recreated that in my life, where I force something to work, and and so when we've when we've been exposed to what I call an explosive energy, uh, and where you're walking on eggshells and you're never really sure. What you're going to walk into or what's going to walk into your space. I actually remember in my um, marriage that I used to around six o'clock to seven o'clock, my whole body used to constrict. Like my, my stomach would go into this big knot and I, I would wonder what was going to walk into the door. And it was just really, and I actually, it was a muscle that I built up over the years, and I wasn't aware of it until I was no longer with my ex, and I was living on my own, and it was like every night around six or seven, my whole body got really tight and tense, and I was like, wow, I, I remember sitting on the sofa and and acknowledging that my body was really tight, and I was like, wow, okay, and I told my, I remember having a conversation with myself, not that anybody else out there has ever done that, but <laughs> I was having a conversation with myself and going, Wow, Lisa, look what your body created every night. It was like a muscle that I was just like, every time I was waiting for footsteps to come upstairs and I was waiting. I was waiting and anticipating that it actually wasn't going to be fun or something was going to go on or uh, words were going to be spoken or whatever that was. And it was like, holy, can you imagine how many people out there in the universe are actually having their bodies have an actual physical reaction to whatever they are anticipating so when we anticipate that something is going to happen or might happen you're already putting the energy out into the future that that's most likely going to occur nine times out of ten five times out of ten whatever your numbers are that you've concluded or determined wow okay so i'm just going to sort of give you a little exercise here so just wherever you are, uh, just sort of close your eyes. If you're not behind a car or driving, please keep your eyes open. But just be aware of your body and ask your body. Because we've all had those explosive uh, energies within spaces, within, within – we can all take ourselves to a time in our life that has been incredibly explosive, incredibly uncomfortable, where you went into a defensive energy, where you wanted to hide, where you wanted to run away, all of that. I mean, that from our childhood right up to wherever you are in your, in your life. And just just close your eyes and ask your body to show you where it shows up. And then just really look at where it shows up in your body and it can show up in your head. Head, it can show up in your shoulders, it can show up in your chest almost to the point you can't breathe you're you're wanting to hyperventilate it can show up in your stomach it can show up in your arms you can start to perspire i mean I've seen it all with different clients over the years they've even gotten to the like I've had people that they were they were actually clenching their toes. <laughs> their their feet were going into like these spasms and they had pains in the soles of their feet and I'm like wow so we're pretty amazing how we can we can take it all in and become a sponge and take all of that internal turmoil that internal battle battleground and hold it in our bodies and I'm just going to ask everyone out there would you be now willing to release it and And let your body know that it no longer has to be in that energy that it can actually just let it go and 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 really just let it go from the top of your head all the way down to your bottom of your toes, just like breathe deeply, take a couple of deep breaths, like three deep breaths, okay, one, two, three, yeah. And just let it out. Just let it out. And everywhere that you're concluding that you are going to continue to draw that into your life or what if you're already in it? Would you just be willing to just be kind to yourself and say, you know, this is a choice. I can choose to create more of this in my body or I can actually start to let it go and not hold it in Actually, just look at my life today, not from the past anymore, but today and going forward. What is it now that I'd like to create that's going to be kind and caring and nurturing? And who in my life can I draw in that is kind and caring and nurturing? And so, wherever you've concluded that your corporate job has to have people that are, you know, tough um ball breakers, tough, they 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 it's my way or the highway, um, get in my boat or get off, um, jump ship, um, you know, sink or swim. I mean we've heard all these different terms and so you shut up and you take whatever the people are throwing at you and you stay late, you work late, and you haven't created boundaries and one of the things, and I'm sure many of you have heard this, is we actually teach people how to treat us. And if you can't treat yourself with honor and, and truly honor what works for you, then you're actually creating more shit for your body, more constriction, more of whatever. And then we wonder why people have disease, uh, they go home and they say, "I'm exhausted. My job is killing me." I've had people say, "My job's killing me." I'm going, "Cool. Do you hear what you're saying? You're actually acknowledging that you are slowly dying. You are going through a slow suicide." How many people have said that? My job is my job is killing me. I'm creating. Uh, death within my environment. I mean, if you really look at it and you wonder why you've created disease, whether it's cancer or something else that's like a slow uh, death sentence, how many of you are creating that within your body? And how many of you are creating that within your relationships? Amazing that this explosive energy that you had as a child that you've recreated time and again in various times or have walked into and it's shown up in your body, would you now just be willing to let all the past times from this lifetime and any other lifetime that has been in your body, would you now be willing just to let it all go and and change it, truly change it? And how many of you have actually said, you know what, this isn't working for me. You quit your job and something else shows up that's so much more in alignment with what you're desiring in your life. Wow. (laughs) Would you be willing to acknowledge and have gratitude for all those past experiences, all those past battlegrounds that have been in your life, And now just have gratitude and flow gratitude to all the experiences and now ask for what can show up that's kind, caring, nurturing, more in alignment with the future that you are asking to create and what would be kind and caring and nurturing for your body. So on that note, we are with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies and today we're talking about is your home or office a battleground and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about relationships. In that, uh, um, when we return with regard to the battleground. Okay, thank you for joining me this morning and stay tuned right after the commercial. We'll be right back.
0: Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing?
1: So here we are uh talking about explosive energy. Now explosive energy can be really fun that uh I, you know I look at for example if there the Olympics is going on around the world. So if you think of the opening ceremonies of the Olympics And how there's this sort of momentum, there's been a build-up, there's been a build-up, there's been a build-up, there's been a build-up, there's been a a build-up. And then finally, it's like the day, the opening ceremonies, and they light the final torch. That explosive energy of when that torch is lit up, what if your life could be that beautiful explosive energy of fun and lightness as opposed to dark and heavy and showing up in your body in uncomfortable ways and places and spaces that also show up that are really heavy for your body. So I'm all about following the lightness in my life and and the lightness of relationships. So how many of you have hung in there, and I've heard this from a number of people, you know, I'm just going to give it the good old college try. I'm going to hang in there. It's going to get better. I'm sure it is. We've been going for counseling. Um, We're talking a little bit more. We're going to make it work. So if you look at a relationship and you span it over, let's say, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, yes, They are up and down. And I used to say, my mom and dad used to say this, you know, relationships are like up and down like a toilet seat. (laughs) And I was like, wow, that's a really interesting way of looking at it. So where in your life are your relationships up and down like a toilet seat? So, so. Okay, so if you think of a, um, like some people go, well, if a toilet seat, the lid's down, that's a good thing. And if the lid's up, that's not so great. So just think of things, everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. And my opposite to somebody else's opposite might be my looking at something as really fun and light. And they might look at, you know, a toilet seat lid down is, a something that that's a block like I'm talking male female here at this point point. and so how fun is that to play with the energy of up and down like the toilet seat or what if the the toilet paper roll is rolling one way and how many of you go into a bathroom and switch the toilet paper roll around I know you do it <laughs> or how many of you actually look at a toothpaste uh and and want to roll the toothpaste from the bottom and there's others that squeeze it from the center I mean how many relationships have gotten explosive over the silliest things of toilet paper rolls toothpaste and and whether the toilet seat is up or down so can you see how when we look at things and and i know that my listeners out there are going uh yeah i actually do that it's it's not it's not something that we can consider as a negative or a positive it's just having an awareness of what pushes your buttons and be willing to just say okay cool that that's something that i'm going to acknowledge and and just go with it um I always find, I always love to play with that with uh, any of the relationship classes that I've ever done. Okay. And how many of you have chosen to hang in there? There's that vow. There's that oath. There's that commitment. Okay. So if you hear the word vow, oath, and commitment, are you aware of there's already a heavy energy? There's the energy of the church and what the church will say. Uh If you go and are one of the statistics of divorce, I mean heaven forbid, Lisa, you could be a statistic of divorce or you're a divorcee well, hello, uh yes, <laughs> yes, I am, and you know what? I can say that I'm a proud divorcee, and when I say that, I say that with with the energy of saying. I opened my eyes to what was in front of me and now I'm aware of what is what is no longer a part of my life, what is no longer the energy of what I desire to have in my life, the heavy, tumultuous energy or force energy of just grin and bear it. So how many of you are grinning and bearing it in your relationships in your businesses, in the places that you work you're grinning and bearing it it's a job lisa it's what i it's it's what pays the bills well you know i i'm I'm totally aware that you can have a job that pays the bills and have gratitude for it, but then change the energy and look at what else is out there so all of you that have gone to university, gotten a degree. Gone into a company, started a career, and are following all the way up to becoming the vice president, or president, or CEO, or CFO, or whatever that is in senior management. Whatever that level is that you you are so proud of achieving, what if you could now look at everything, all of your tools, all of the 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 uh, ways that you have created your life so far and said okay now what is it that really lights me up that i'd love to do and i've seen this time and again where people have said i can't wait for retirement it will get better when i retire and so they've been in a relationship for a long 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 time there's no, there hasn't been a connection there's been a lot of uh a battleground Uh, kids have moved away. They look at the other person. The other person's a complete stranger. They've gone in a completely different direction. And it's like, it's like meeting somebody for the first time. It's like, hi. Hi, my name's Frank and my name's Susie. Nice to meet you. What, what is it that we'd like to create now going forward? And oftentimes I've, you know, I've seen it around me where people are like, you know, I actually, I, I've really had a really enjoyable time, or it hasn't been fun. We've created this family. we've created these kids. I'm so grateful for what I've created with you. I actually desire to do something along this line, and you could you could create a list of everything you've desired, and i've I've talked about this previously. I talk about the top ten things that you desire in your life now going forward. and and the other person, I would invite you to also create your list and then look at it and say, are we actually even in alignment with what it is we desire? And oftentimes, there is a big fat no. And so all of the people that are tuning in that are couples, that are listening to this, acknowledge that there's nothing wrong with acknowledging that you are now ready to go in a different direction. It's totally... In this day and age, to stay in a relationship for 50 years is almost rare, and it's not that you're jumping ship, it's not that you're giving up, it's not that you're quitting. Would you be willing to not quit on you? Would you be willing to acknowledge the times in your life in high school when you envisioned what you would like to have in your life? And I know that we all took classes in high school where we actually were asked you know what is it that you'd like to do we took tests that, that you know what are your gifts what are you great at what what would be uh, a contribution what kind of careers should you go towards and all these guidance counselors at high school were the ones that you relied on to guide you to go to university go to a college go and take classes or courses or or start a career or a job in a certain industry that was more in alignment with what you believed you should be doing. So all of you that have followed what that high school guidance counselor told you to do, just like your parents, what they told you to do, just like your grandparents told you to do, just like the church told you to do, and anyone else of influence, while you were growing up, how many of you are still following all of those influencers, influencers, oh, I can't even say it, (laughs) the people that were of high influence that you put up on a pedestal for what you have created in your life. Well, would you also acknowledge that there's now new people that you can draw into your life now that are more... I, I'm going to use the word fun because I have to say that my life now is, is way more, uh, I would call it lighter and fun and the explosive energy I'm aware of walking into spaces that have, have previously had that explosive energy. And I'm also aware of how I choose to avoid Uh, spaces that are explosive and when I say avoid it's not that I walk away it's just it's more of a I'm aware of them and then I don't choose to hang out in them and I certainly don't look at purchasing and or buying them so (laughs) after we have our um, commercial break I'll talk to you about the energy of spaces that are going on the market, that you're choosing to put on the market, that you're choosing to sell, that have had a lot of that explosive energy, and this is for all my realtor friends out there and anybody that is looking at selling their home, there's an energy that's that's imprinted into the walls of our homes that actually picks up all of the previous explosive energy from previous occupants that have previously lived there. The energy of the earth picks that up as well as uh, the current couple that may be living in there or the current family or the current roommates that are um, living there. There's an imprint of that energy, of that explosive, um, volatile energy that is uh, creating this heaviness. When people walk in, they say to their realtor, ooh, I'd like to leave, so on that note, we're going to have a quick break. You're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. And when we return, we'll talk a little bit more about spaces and explosive energy and how and what tools we can utilize that would change all of that.
0: Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival?
2: Someone mentions a space or place The harder it becomes to ignore Your home's entrance For example Usually, you hardly notice it But when it's mentioned You begin to see it as if for the first time Don't you? See the door, the handle, the threshold Did you know The entrance to your home is a metaphor For the entrance to your life? What's your entrance saying? Portraying, projecting Are you ready to listen to the wisdom and the energy of your spaces? They have transformational information for you. To learn more, reach out and connect with Lisa Bennett's The Space Whisperer at www.infinitenergies.ca for a private consultation, to book a speaking engagement for your group, or to attend one of her many global workshops.
1: Welcome, everyone. It's Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies, and I'm the Space Whisperer. So, wow, today we've been talking about explosive energy, or is your space a battleground? And it can be for your home or office and and any other space that you may or may not walk through. So, one of the um, producers in the chat room just asked, do you have... um, do you have to clear explosive energy, or is being aware of it enough, and does it need to be shifted? And so the question that I would have is if you're working in a space and you've been there for a year or two years or a month or whatever that is for you, and let's say you really love the work that you do, but around you is an explosive energy. So, That's when you can actually shift and change things and choose to be the energy of change. Choose to be that one little pebble in the stream or in the pond that is going to be the energy of shift and change. And be willing to say, well, to whoever is blowing up at you, say, wow, that's a really interesting point of view and even saying it into your in your head having that conversation in your head as they're as they're losing it and go wow interesting point of view they have that point of view and not be at the effect of it and then really create almost a barrier of an energetic barrier like you can't fuck with me <laughs> it's like this beautiful energetic wall so that everybody that walks into that space it's like a it's it's like an energetic shift and you can do that if you're in a cubicle you can do that with um having lovely plants having pictures that inspire you that create that um lovely energy like have a have a photograph and and blow it up of a space that really almost takes you there that, that you can actually drink the water of, of of the waterfall or if it's an ocean or a beach or whatever lights up your body, if it's a mountain range. Just have a really beautiful piece of art either actual artwork or a photograph. And all of you that sort of go, well, if it's a cubicle, how can I actually have real artwork? Well, why don't you have the one space that is totally – beautifully uh, glamorized that when people walk by, they almost want to hang out and be in the energy of you and be willing to acknowledge all the explosive people that are around you that actually are, are actually choosing to change their energy slowly but surely. Be willing to be that energy. And it's subtle and and. Come in with a smile. Smile always. Just keep smiling because that beautiful flow of smiling and flowing gratitude to people will shift them. And you might be the one person in the company that has actually gotten through to that person and look at them in their eyes and go, I'm so grateful for you. Acknowledge everything that that person is being to you. Now, I'm not talking about the bully. I'm talking about shifting energetically individuals and acknowledge them and look in their eyes every day. And I've met some amazing, amazing people over the years who are and have been CEOs of companies and they know the names of the people. They look at them in their eyes and they have a team of people that look up to them. And you can't buy that you that is being the energy of truly acknowledging people within your company within your life within your friendships L- looking in eyes and truly listening is is something that that is absolutely magical and can shift things so instead of putting a a wall of i'm not going to take anybody walking into this space be willing to have a it's more of an energetic wall of allowance of people coming in and knowing what is acceptable within your environment so within your cubicle within your office and then what isn't and and actually being willing to say look I I'm not willing to talk with you right now about whatever it is but give me five minutes and I'd be more than happy to. So now you're, you're actually ta- changing the energy of taking the hat off of them and putting the hat on you. And, and it's just, it, it's common honoring for yourself, just honoring yourself. And for those of you that are walking into a space where there is An energy of an explosive energy, and I've seen this in homes and houses. So let's say you walked into a house and there was a ton of – you could just walk in and there was something heavy. And yet from a structural standpoint, from a design standpoint, from the locational standpoint, you can look at the house and go, huh. I really love how it how the design is and and I love where it's located and it's been on the market let's say it's been on the market for 6 or 7 months and the couple that are selling it are going through a divorce. And I've had clients that say I know I'm in a divorce but I have to sell, we have to sell. It's it's we this is our our uh, largest um asset. We need to sell it. We need to get this money. We need, we need, we need. Well, we go into this energy of need. We go into this energy of lack. And when we start to create this this turmoil, the inner turmoil, the, the desire, the push that has to go, I can almost guarantee you, yeah, desperation that everyone that walks into that space is going to actually sense the energy of desperation, of panic that it has to go and that's when a realtor on the other side who has been in the business for a long time absolutely picks up and goes, well, you know, it's a divorce and they really, they're really, they really motivated. Do you love the word they use? They're very motivated to sell it. So already... You've lost another 10 grand or another 100 grand on your property by the other realtor perceiving the energy of the space. And then the realtor that is working for you is saying, Well, yeah, I think that we could actually negotiate something a little bit lower. Well, let me see what I can do. So they've picked up on your energy, they've picked up on perhaps the energy of your spouse that is, is also going through the separation, divorce, uh, uh, maybe it's a loss of job, downsizing, whatever that is. And so would you be willing, This is this is one of the really fun things about real estate, is being willing to set the stage and really pull out all your points of view, all the energy around the space. And the depersonalizing the space is, is something that I strongly suggest doing before you even get a realtor to walk in to give you a quote on the value or anything else. And so bringing in either a stager or someone that works with spaces or doing it yourself and really being, uh, quite, um, Quite strong with yourself. So I'm talking about packing up every single item that no longer serves you. You're going to be packing things up anyway and pack it all up, pack up all the photographs, paint the walls, get the imprinting as you're going through your space. You're flowing gratitude and you're actually getting rid of the imprinting as you go from room to room to room and you might say, oh wow, okay, Lisa, there is, there is a lot of, um, tumultuous energy or I'm doing it on my own. My, my husband's left me or whatever that is. So what if you just actually, uh, just went into each room, honored each room and don't get caught up in the story of what's going on in your life. Pack things up get rid of things move things on donate things sell things and just as we're on un- as we're undoing it and unraveling all that tumultuous battleground energy you're actually gifting yourself whatever's going into that box only is what's going to actually contribute to your life going forward so don't pack up all the items that you just sort of pack from one place to another because you're going to carry that energy into the next space actually go through things pick it up touch it look at it and go okay you know what this is not serving me this might serve my other half and put it in a box and be honorable of it don't throw it in don't be vicious with it because that energy is imprinted in that and and the more that you can release the more you can do and then step away as though it was a show home and if you haven't gone into a show home i'd strongly encourage you to do that because you're going to see how much as you leave the show home and even photograph it then walk into your space and photograph it and go okay so now what else do i need to remove now what else do i need to declutter now what else do i need to pack up And open up in my new space and really do this in an honoring way so this is just one of the ways to to create the energy if you are selling a house to remove the explosive energy gently now not everybody has time on their hands that they can do this some people have to do it rather quickly uh, but be aware I want you to really be aware the more that you can remove, the less energy will be imprinted in that space and the less you're passing over to the new people. And also, the less that you're lowering the price tag on your major asset, which is kind of cool. I've worked with different realtors over the years and they're like, I never actually put two and two together like that, Lisa, and I'm so grateful that you Put it in the, into those terms, into those words, so that when they talk to their clients, or if I go in and talk to their clients, that actually we can talk about that and say, "Look, are you wanting to give away an extra hundred grand, or are you wanting to increase it, everything by a hundred grand? Are you are you really looking to? Are you that desperate, or are you actually willing to honor your space and sell the home at the value that it's asking to be sold for?" And, uh, that's kind of cool. I, I, I've, I've watched that and it's like, I can almost guarantee any couple that's going through anything we can, we can, uh, put the hundred grand back onto the table. And, uh, they, they're highly motivated then to declutter. And, uh, and for all of you that are, are waiting to do that, uh, why don't you just start doing it today? If you're in a relationship that isn't kind, caring, and nurturing, uh, and you're waiting for that final, oh, wow, okay, for all of you that are waiting for that final nail in the coffin, like the final, you, you put up with this, 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 and this, and, and you've lowered your expectations year after year after year, and somewhere in that you've lost who you truly are, like who who your true essence is, and 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 really where you uh where you where you've lost yourself where you've given up pieces of yourself to make the other people happy and i'm talking not only in relationships with with um your your significant other or yummy other i'm talking about relationships with businesses relationships with family where you just like okay enough is enough there's there is no more of this that's going to occur in my life going forward and it's and it's totally cool i've watched people create that wow the barrier of no longer or the boundary of no longer taking that shit and and really being kind and caring and if we can't be kind and caring towards ourselves wow how are you ever going to draw in the kind caring fun nurturing Jobs that are going to contribute to your life going forward. Whoever said that a career in whatever is going to be difficult, challenging, hard? Uh, wow. Um, what if they could be really interesting? That that you that lit you up and you jumped out of bed every day because you were excited about whatever that career was. What if you could jump out of bed every day and go? This is the person that lights me up, that I really love to be with, that that gets excited about what I do and, and vice versa, that you get excited about what they do. And you don't have to do everything together. It's cool to have a relationship where somebody is off venturing and doing something and another person is doing their thing and then you get together and you share all your magical things. So how many of you are willing to be that energy for yourselves? So when you walk into your office or your cubicle, you can be excited about your space. And if you're not, then hello, it's time to change it up. Play with it. Gosh, even go get a canvas at at one of the local arts and crafts stores. Get some paint. Paint something. Why not? And cha- be willing to change it up every month so that the people come by your office and go, oh, I wonder what she painted this month. What if you're an, a natural painter and you, you've always desired to be a painter and it's turned into your own little art gallery within your cubicle or office? And people go, you know what? I really want to buy that. And by, you know, at, at no time, you're selling your paintings in your office while you're still doing the other job. And you're making money on the side for fun, for something that you love to do. I mean, hello. I've gone into offices where I've seen some ladies that were jewelry designers, and they started to to show their jewelry on the side, and and people would come in over lunch and go, oh, I want to buy this, and she'd have like a little jewelry party, and it was. She she said, well, I I've, I'm turning this into a business, and I said, okay, get it online, get 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 people long distance that are looking for your jewelry. There's so many ways to play. So all of you that have concluded that you're in a tumultuous, uh, volatile working environment, ready to explode, would you now be willing to change that up? And I know that that um, in the chat room, one of the questions was diffusing. Well, what if you, the one that was the the most volatile person in the company, you gifted them a piece of artwork, you gifted them that jewelry that you designed, or whatever else a gift basket and said, I just wanted to let you know I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much for having my back. And then giving that to them, looking them in the eyes and walking out and them going, holy shit, what did I do? Do you think it might actually change the energy of your relationship with them? I almost could guarantee it. And for those that don't choose to receive it, know that it's not you. It's not you. (laughs) That took me a long time. I used to be a people pleaser and want to do everything to please people. Would you now be willing to stop being the people pleaser and start pleasing yourself? I promise you that when you are that for yourself, your children will respect you, your friends will respect you, and those that step away from your life that's okay. Be willing to be grateful for those that have stepped away from your life and just be grateful for the times that you had with them and then go, okay, who else is willing to come into my life? What else is willing to come into my life? What future careers are awaiting that I haven't yet acknowledged that could come into my life with complete ease today? Like everything that I ask for now comes with ease attached. People show up in my life, and I'm so grateful for all of you that have and and continue to. Different languages, different cultures, different parts of the world. Are you willing to receive from everyone, every gender, every skin color, every language, uh, every age group, every part of the world? When we can be that, don't you think we're going to be creating a world of kindness and Not having this explosive, volatile, battleground type of energy. That's what I desire to create in my life going forward. Inviting people that are kind, caring, nurturing into everything in my life. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah. So I just, I, I do have a question for everybody that's tuning in and listening. Do you sense that there's an energy in your body that's shifted from listening from the very beginning to where we are right now? Is there a softness? Is there a kindness for yourself? So when you wake up in the morning, I really, really invite you to look in the mirror and just go, hey, good morning, beautiful, or good morning, handsome, and smile when you say it. Because people know when you're smiling. Just smile. Get rid of all those worry wrinkles and stress wrinkles and, and, and know that you can be the one pebble in the pond that can change everything. So that's that ripple effect when you drop the pebble in the pond. There's so many visual images that one can get from that. And, and be that pebble. Be that person that's curious, that is choosing to change things up through their spaces. Create beautiful flowers in your office. Bring them every week. It's your space. Have fun with it. Have a jelly jar. There was one lady, she used to have jelly beans in a beautiful glass jar, and everybody would walk by and visit with her and have jelly beans. And then she had a contest, and how many jelly beans are in it? And then she had, you know, little gifts that she gave out, and it created a playful environment. And you know there was a one of her bosses came along and said well i don't know about the productivity and she said you know what if we just gifted everybody 3 minutes gave them a little sugar buzz don't you think that little sugar buzz is going to create them getting motivated to go back to their desk and and create some magic instead of having to go down the elevator and go grab their sugar buzz elsewhere I mean, talk about a clever, clever manipulator with this boss. And he would looked at her, and he goes, "Oh, actually, that's really good." <laughs> and then, in in the coffee room, they started to bring things in for the staff. So, can you see how that little tiny ripple effect, that pebble in in the pond of a jelly bean? And having a jelly bean jar at her desk, and it was a cubicle, and there was like 20 cubicles, all of a sudden created everybody, kind of bringing in their own little thing in the coffee room. The company brought some stuff in, and they started to see the value of changing the energy for their employees. And it wasn't a fun environment when she first arrived there, and yet the career, the job, was everything that she'd ever desired. It was the people that she shifted. Their their points of view of what going to work looked like. So what if we could change the points of view about going to work, coming home? Can we change the energy of coming home to being something else? Absolutely. So would you like to create your home as this big beautiful hug? that just wraps its arms around you and says, "Hey, welcome home. I'm so excited." And and be that fun, playful, energetic space. I love my space. I love walking into my space. It's fun, it's playful. It has all my playful fun, you know, things, my skis, uh my snowshoes, uh my running shoes, my tennis racket, everything that I love to do and and my bike, all the playful things. So would you be willing to play with your spaces and change things from the battleground? Hey, guys, I love you. I look forward to seeing you out there. Stay tuned for a, creating conscious spaces around the world. We're going to Belgium, Brazil, and France this year. So. Keep an eye out on Facebook at uh, Lisa Bennett's or Infinite Energies. I look forward to seeing you out there. Take care and have an
0: awesome day. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Infinite Energies radio show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Lisa loves to connect with her listeners. Email her at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca or find her Infinite Energies page on Facebook. We look forward to having you join us again to share the changes you have begun to make. Have an awesome week.